Derek Richter is in the house from Level 8, and uh, we're going to chat about all things Level 8. You can text in your questions, by the way, at 35270, or you can call in at 2375948. You have, like, a water restoration question, a carpet cleaning question. We'll take them for the next few minutes here while Derek is here. And, uh, Derek, is it true that you can't clean your carpets in the dead of winter, or can you? Uh, it's not true. You can. We There's a lot of people that will clean them all times, but we actually are a little selective when the weather gets real cold. Everything that we're running is coming out of the van is water-based. So if you have a little downtime, you're not running your heat through the water, it can freeze those lines really quickly, and it can do a lot of damage to the equipment. So we just kind of watch the weather. But, we, yeah, we've been staying plenty busy this month. Obviously, it's been a little bit warmer. Yeah. Um, so we've been staying plenty busy with the carpet cleaning this year. Um, the biggest thing is we just we carry a shovel with, so if you have a little snow, we'll get the snow out of the way. But we we put drop cloths down, we put corner guards up, we wear booties, and then we if there is anything that gets tracked in, we clean it all up on our way out, so it doesn't really make a difference. Uh, we do also use a canvas zipper door, so we put over the door, so when the hoses have to come in, it's not leaving your door cracked the whole time. So that also helps with keeping the elements out too. But yeah, as long as it's a decent weather day, we'll certainly go out and clean for sure. What about when it comes to? I've got a foot of water in my basement, and it happens to be 10 below zero. Are you able to do stuff then? Yes, and that seems to be a lot of times when we do. In the winter, we get a lot of water because when we get those real cold snaps and then it warms up, all those pipe breaks and stuff like that. So we do get a lot of that. We do go out. The biggest difference there is the truck that we use for the water mitigation. Uh, We're not running any water through. We're just extracting the water out, and then we drain it. So that's the only thing. But we have had our couplers freeze out that are outside on the truck. (laughs) Yeah, they've frozen as they're taking water. All of a sudden, you lose suction. you got to go up there, and you got to get the the ice off everything and restart it. And But, yeah, we do definitely do a lot of uh, water mitigation during the winter. When it comes to a burst pipe, what's the most common type of burst pipe? Is it someone who didn't drain something that goes maybe to an outdoor, you know, faucet? Is it something in the house where... They left a basement window open. What do you see most commonly? So it, it varies, obviously, the type of home. But in the springtime, we'll find a lot of outdoor spigots. Yeah. Either a hose gets left connected or there's an element or some air leaks in and get, you know freezes that pipe and then it warms up and then it bursts. Um, but in the middle of the winter, it can be any type. We've had some where they had just an opening from the outside where air was getting up under and they had a pipe kind of close to the exterior wall and it froze and burst or it, it really varies. We get a lot of dishwasher leaks and not, not necessarily doing the freezing, but that happens and seems to happen in the winter a lot. But we've had toilets frozen. Like we went to one to check out a couple of weeks ago that had the toilet, the water, the toilet tank it was an empty house and it didn't have the heat up high enough and it went out and the toilets were frozen. Like the tanks, no. the bowls, all the water inside the toilets were frozen and then everything burst and leaked. All oh, out. man. Yeah. Oh. It's, and there's a lot of things that can go wrong, unfortunately, in the wintertime with all the water that we have in, what a in our bummer. homes. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, so. um, this is an interesting question that we got in. Does he have an opinion on whether or not I should get my tiles sealed? I, I mean, you do do a lot of grout cleaning. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have an opinion on tile sealing. Does that do anything to the grout? It doesn't do anything to the grout. What it does is seals it. And a lot of the grout they're using nowadays has a sealer inside the grout so it's kind of nice on the grout side but there's a lot of times if it's if it's been cleaned many times or you haven't had it sealed in a very long time then yes it is an option that we do provide once we do clean it we can go in and put a sealer over the top oh, of so it you do that we do, yeah oh, we do okay. the sealer as well yep it's a pretty simple process is what we're concerned as far as we're concerned i 
equate it to when you get scotch guard on your carpet right it kind of protects your fibers the sealer is kind of protecting your grout from collecting all those dirts and oils over time it's going to wear off and it's going to get dirtier and, and etc but there are a lot of people that choose to seal their their grout after we have the cleaning done as well is there some kind of guard that we should be applying to our carpet uh, you so, mentioned that yep so we do offer that as well you know a lot of people know it as scotch guard but that's just a certain brand but there is a fiber protector once the cleaning is done we can apply the fiber protector and it reduces the surface energy of your fiber. So if you have any pet accidents or any spills, it doesn't just absorb right into your fibers right away. It kind of sits on top and gives you a chance to clean it up before it soaks down into the bottom of the fibers. Um, it is an optional thing that we offer, and it does work really nicely. I always explain it. You ever get your car washed, then you have a wax done afterwards, then it rains. Mm-hmm. It gets kind of bubbles up and runs off. That's kind of what it does for your carpet. And carpet will come with that on it. It just wears off over time. Sure. And do you recommend that for everyone's carpet? Um, I you know, I should say yes, but I don't. I don't recommend it. It all depends on your traffic. If sure. you've got a lot of kids or a lot of pets or you got traffic in and out or you don't take your shoes off as regularly as you should, I do recommend it because when you have it clean the next time, everything just cleans up that much easier. So mm-hmm. it, it does protect the longevity of your carpet as well. Sure. Let me give you a scenario. Sure. So I have uh, some friends who swear by a product made by a, a, a major company. You put a box of this inside of your fridge from time to mm-hmm. time to take away the scent. But it's a, it's essentially a baking soda that you put, like you dust your carpet with, and then it's supposed to go in there and deodorize and all this stuff. And then when you vacuum, it's fine. So they swear by this stuff, mm-hmm. and you can smell it when you walk in their house, right? It smells very perfumey. Mm-hmm. So their dog recently had like a pretty bad accident in the basement, and now they're left with what looks like rising bread dough sure. because mm-hmm. the you know the pet urine has mixed with this stuff that's still in the carpet and has made you know like a dough yeah. essentially i can't imagine that you oh, know, that putting, sounds so bad. Right, it does. Right? It does. Yeah. And I bet you've seen something like that before in your days. <laughs> I mean, I haven't necessarily seen that, but I have heard where there's somebody that uses um, a deodorizer like that, that they sprinkle on the carpets after they get done cleaning the house or something like that. Well, mm-hmm. I, I can't speak intelligently like I know exactly what's going on, but I can tell you you're leaving product behind in your carpet you're leaving residue in your carpet and that's going to attract everything it's going to settle to the bottom and then all the dirts and oils and like you said the pet urine has now attracted to it so now that's all sitting there and then if you have that stuff in the powder in your carpets and you're walking on it what is that doing to the bottom of your fibers because now you have a gritty surface in the bottom of your fibers that are just rubbing together constantly as you're stepping on it so now it's wearing breaking down your fibers I don't like to leave anything left behind in in the carpet. So if you're putting a powder down and leaving it behind, what is it attracting? What's sticking to it? And how are you getting all of that out? Vacuuming isn't going to get it all out. Well, the carpet is like a filter for your home. I found this out talking to you, right? And so I always thought... Well, I wouldn't ever put baking soda yeah, in my filter they, for yeah. my they home. They do sell those, though, that, that yeah. stuff that you sprinkle I've, before you vacuum. I've heard of it. And it, you know it's not all coming out in the vacuum, and it's just settling down to the bottom of your fibers and right. into the backing of your carpet. And what is that doing to the the structure of your carpet? Well, and I asked them, I'm like, well, when was the last time you had your carpets clean? They're like, well, we've been using this, so we haven't had them cleaned in four or five years. No. And so yeah. I said, <laughs> and, and their worry was is that they thought their house smelled, right? They said, we mm-hmm. had kids, we had pets and so we didn't want our house to smell and i kept telling them like 
there is no better scent than walking into your house after level eight's been there because it smells clean. Like right. you want to roll around on the carpet. Yeah. It smells so clean. <laughs> and that's just it. If you have an odor, getting those filters cleaned or changing those filters or cleaning your filter of your carpet is going to assist with the odor of your home. And we can put down, we have a citrus deodorizer that we can put down. Before, oh my. Yeah, and it's not necessarily for pets, but it's a deodorizer that you can put down before the cleaning. You kind of let it dwell and settle in and then you go through and you clean it so you're still rinsing all of the residue out but you're leaving that little bit of odor behind so it does have a little bit of a citrus odor that you can walk into but getting your carpets cleaned regularly is going to help with the scent of your home as well okay uh derek richter level eight how do they get a hold of you and we're talking about carpet cleanings we're talking about that grout cleaning Mm -hmm. water restoration you get water in your home these are the guys called this is this is my advice just save this phone number in your phone because when these things arise you're like I don't know who to call. And if you just have it in your phone, then it's there and you won't need to worry about it. That's right. So how do they get a hold of Level 8? Give me a call at 701-371-0099 or you can find us at level8steam.com. Awesome. Thanks, Derek. You bet. Thank you.